We are continuing uh, with our halachas of Shavuos. Uh, last time, if you remember, we discussed the Indian of uh, Brocha on a cheesecake in the context of Ikevatofel. Very, very interesting halachas. We spoke a little, I always like to use the opportunity to sort of like hop in a few other ideas at the same time. If we're already learning halachas on cheesecake, we may as well learn steak salad and, you know, all the other things that we discussed as well. But... So we'll try to do that as well today, because, you know, it's a share on Shavuos, but it's also a share that's Nagaya, I think, every day of your life. I, I mean, except for you in Kippur, I guess, and Tisha B'Av, when you don't eat, when you don't have the eating Shilas. But apart from that, it's pretty much Nagaya to every other day. And that's why uh, I think it's important that we um, uh, we discuss that in any other time. So, we're going to go now with the Halachas of Brocha Chayna. Now, the reason why we're discussing this, just to remind ourselves, Shavuos night, many people stay up. Uh, whether it's the whole night, whether it's Talalois, whether it's even an hour or something like that, you know, then uh, often the Shaila comes in on Hilchas Brochas in many different ways, and one of the, those is a Brocha Achroina. So, the first halacha we have to know, the Mishabru and Simon Kufayin Ches brings down that whenever you eat something, it's always kedai to make a brocha immediately after eating it. Now that's stomach good ha'ora, by the way, because you know when we eat, we often you know we remember the bracha v'shayna because bracha Hashem, we let the gemara in brachas that tells us that if a person eats without a bracha, it's ki'ilu moyel behekdash. She's used to goizel from the rabbinish shalom. It was terrible things, but bracha is the same idea. Bracha is the thank you. Now, it's very easy to forget. Before we eat, we know we make a bracha, we've been trained. Hopefully, we've been trained in the same way, also bracha choina. Many people forget. So that's why the Mishabur says it's always kedai, whenever. Even, even Donnie, right now, remember this, in a few minutes, you're going to be finished that munch. Make sure you make yourself a bracha choina straight away. That's the Mishabur la'locha na'maisa. Now, when it comes to staying up all night, there's a few shilas. The shaila is uh, a few different ways, and we'll try to get to all of them. And that is, how many brochas am I going to be making over the night? At the end of the day, I'm sitting there for, what, two, three, four hours, whatever it is. In, a, in South Africa, it's, what, six hours? More? Seven? I don't know. It's a long time. In, uh, where is it? In Gateshead, it's even longer. No, I'm sorry, even shorter. Stecha, mistake. Even shorter. In uh, Australia... That's what it is. It was in a, I once I once taught an Australian bocha who told me like it was like longer than first seder, second seder, and night seder all intertwined together. Could you imagine that? And staying up all night, and it's like it's like whoa, unbelievable. But for the most of us who are listening right now, you either know it's a stroll where it's I think about four hours. You know, depending on when you finish your meal, obviously it'll be around four hours, four and a half hours in England, for example, where nacht is only. Um, Nacht in England's around 10.30. I've got a couple of shots from people who want to know if they can start early. We discussed that. So if that's the case, you know, what is it? You know, by the time you finish your meal, it's one o'clock in the morning. You've got a Nacht Alois, it's three, four o'clock in the morning. You've got three hours in, in, in America. It's also not, you know, around that sort of time. It's not so different. So you talk about three, four, five hours of learning. How many brochas are you going to be making throughout the night? How many brochas are you going to be sort of sitting and making uh, when you have one Coke after another Coke, what do you do? So, we'll start with the Bracha Chorina. First of all, you know, this is a, stomach, a, a Klal Godla when you drink coffee, when you drink tea. Generally, the Halacha is by Bracha Chorina, is you will only make a Bracha Chorina if you drink a Revius, which is approximately, according to most posting, 86cc, um, in a short amount of time. Right? Basically, in one gulp, in two gulps. If you drink it within a long time, sip, 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 
sip. There's no union for a person to dafka drink more in order to make a bracha choyna. I was not chayven a bracha choyna because I never drank the amount. Even when it comes to coffee and tea, the Mishabur actually brings down that what people should do at the end of coffee and tea, because where you drink coffee and tea, and this is what people do all first night, is they're drinking, sipping coffee, sipping tea, whatever, right? So, what about a bracha choyna? So the Mr. Brewer says an unshing maisa should actually leave a revius at the end of the cup and then chug that down. And this way, I'll tell you, I personally, I was, I, 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 I was to do shimish by many, many gedolei poskim. And I remember seeing by them, I'm watching them because obviously that's what I'm doing, right? The Gemara Brochas, Godel Shimusha, Yosim Elimude, right? So I'm sitting there watching how he drinks his coffee. And I see that he drinks it sip, 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 but doesn't make a brochachoina. So I saw from there that, you know, it's not the end of the world and that's what people do. So therefore, if you're drinking your Coca Cola, your coffee, your tea, whatever it may be, in a, or, or they say, in Israel, and my kids are very looking forward because that's when you're allowed to buy XLs. You're allowed to buy XL. Ah, gewaldic. You can chop a few XLs at the same time. That's the power drinks. You chop them down, you sip them. So the halacha is that as long as you didn't drink a Revius 86cc in one shot, you do not have to make a brocha achroina. However, if you did, you chug down a whole cup of Coke or a bottle of Coke or a can of Coke or whatever... So you're going to have to make a bracha achoyna. Now really you should make it immediately. The question is, I didn't. Right, this is Nagea all the time. All the time. I had a cup of coffee. I had a can of coke. I had to make a bracha achoyna. I didn't. How long do I have? Right, now I'm not going to go into all of the halachas. It's a machloikas rishonim, machloikas haboiskim. But I'll him the general halacha over here is, and uh, we're passing at this in Simakufayin Chastim, Meshavur brings it down, and that is when you feel thirsty again. That means, at the time, when you start to feel thirsty again, oh, now you lost your bracha achreina. Because it means that if you feel thirsty, that the food, the drink, was nisakel. It digested. And therefore, if it digested, then therefore, it's considered to be gone, and therefore you can no longer make your bracha achreina. Which means, at that point, you have to hear a bracha achreina from somebody else who just made a bracha achreina, who wants to make a bracha achreina, oh, be mitzimi. Right, so the very important thing is by drinks, you have to make sure it's until you feel thirsty. Once you feel thirsty, then it's lost the bracha choyna. Now, I will tell you some exceptions, actually very, very interesting halachas, these ones. Tell you very interesting halachas. Um, what if I'm not thirsty, but I'm learning with such a gishmak? I'm learning that, I'm learning that, I'm doing the tikkun lel shvuas. It's gishmak. And my voice is, I need a drink. I'm not thirsty, but I need a drink. Did I lose my bracha choyna? I just, I just had Aaron. I just had a cup of Coke. In 2.0 seconds flat, I drank that cup of Coke. And now I didn't make a bracha choyna. Yeah? Beautiful. But now I've just been staggering away and I've been shouting on my chavusa what the pshat and is. Do I have to make a new bracha choyna? Because, did I lose my bracha choyna because basically I was thirsty now? So then, no. Then the pshat is, you're, you're just thirsty. You're not thirsty. Your throat needs a drink. That's not called being thirsty. When you start to be thirsty, that means you lost your bracha achroina. You can no longer make a bracha achroina. Now, here's the question. There's a modika yaivitz. It's important to know this yaivitz for the rest of your lives. The yaivitz says, and it talks about something which I'm not advocating at this moment of time. He talks about smoking. So it says the yaivitz, what's the din? If you cause the digestion to work quicker. For example, he says, if you smoke. 
Hashem, I don't know, because I've never done this before, but there are people in the world that know these things, that if you smoke, it helps the digestion. Right? Binyam is for sure going to be masking to me on this one. Aaron's nodding. It helps the digestion, right? It gets, every, it gets everything going over there. If that's the case, and I have a cigarette after I eat or I drink, so now, all of a sudden, I feel hungry or thirstier earlier because the digestion worked quicker. Says the Yavitz, you caused digestion quicker, and then maybe you lost your bracha. Which would mean, according to the Yavitz, that if a person would, for example, smoke, not to get to anyone because it's dangerous, so we don't smoke, but theoretically, when I'll talk theoretically, if a person would smoke and he does such a thing and he makes the digestion go then quicker, what's going to be? He's going to lose his bracha chroina earlier. I'll give you a classic example. Classic example. You're in Pennsylvania, and you've got the uh, tennis court on the side over there. It's beautiful. The view is great. The, you know, the, the, the weather is unbelievable. Everything is wonderful. Everything is great. And I play a basketball game. English people out there, that's a soccer game. You play some kind of sports. And before you, have the, so before you start the sports game, you drink a couple, a couple of cups of water you know, to keep it going. You, about 10 minutes later, or even less than that, you schwitzed as anything. Mama, I'm in the middle of a game. I'm, I'm, I'm schwitzing. Do I, do I have to make a new bracha v'shoina? What about my bracha v'shoina? Did I lose my bracha v'shoina in the middle of the game? So the halacha will be according to this yaivitz. It's not the pshat that my mouth is just thirsty. Like when I'm arguing with my chavrus and I'm talking a lot. So in Melo, I need a drink. I'm not thirsty. I can still make a bracha. I've got a cup of water right over here. Okay, I made a bracha before. By the way, just nechoshe b'kshem, yisem nekim. You know, they always do that, right? They take the bracha, they say, I made a bracha before, by the way, yeah? Anyway, so, so I've got this thing over here. So I'm putting it down over here. I imagine at some point during the shi, either now, the Gemara, the, the Musa, well, I'll need another one. Does that mean I'm thirsty? No, I'm not thirsty. I just, my throat needs a drink. So that's not called losing my bracha achroina. Only at the point when I'm thirsty will I then use my bracha achroina. And once I lose my bracha achroina, by the way, let me stick in a new point, Rabbi Sai. Be'alocha seven should. You lost your bracha vishoina. That means you have to make a new one. So how many times in the middle of a sports game am I going to have to make a new bracha vishoina and achroina on the cup of water, the bottle of water, which is on the side of the pitch, on the side of the court? The answer is, what you should do is the following. And this is what I suggest to you to do on Shavuos night as well. And that's why I'm bringing this up now. I would not suggest continuous drinking the whole time. Right? Because you do get thirsty. It's hot outside. You go for a walk. Whatever it may be. You do get thirsty. What would I suggest is the following. You make yourself drinking sections. Right now I'm drinking a can of Coke. Right now I'm having a coffee. The bracha is only going to go on this can of Coke. Or Aaron, the bottle of Coke, whatever you want to say. Where's Shimon when we need him? So you've got the bottle of Coke, you've got the can of Coke. Uh, the Vibrocha is going on this. When I finish it, I make a Bracha Chroina. Then I have a 20 minute break or whatever it is. I want to have another bottle. Now I make a new Bracha Vishayna. Because my original Bracha Vishayna was only on this bottle of Coke. Only on this coffee. Is everybody with me? It's very, very important this. Again, I want to be clear. We could spend two hours just on this sugi, by the way. I want to be clear. When you drink something... And you cause your digestion to go quicker. Or you get all worked up and geschmack and worked up, whatever it is, and you mumble, you're schwitzing your heart. You, 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 I'm thirsty now. One, the, when the point comes in that you are thirsty, you lost your original bracha, achreina, which means you can no longer say a bone of fashos. If that's the case, you probably also, I say probably because the belach has a suffix, you probably lost the, uh, the bracha vishayna, which means you have to make a new bracha vishayna. Which is why I suggest saying is that between every drink you make yourself, make yourself a break. 
right? For example, if you've got a massive can of Coke, big bottle of Coke, XL, uh, I don't know, all these fancy, you know, these sugar drinks, energy drinks, you, you have it, you say Shahako on that, and say it's going only on this, which is a machigas, by the way, in Hochashchita, whether you're allowed to do that, but with Paskin, yes. And therefore, when I finish it, I make a bracha make my bow in a far choice, because I had more than a revius. 20 minutes later, I can make a brand new shahakal. So it comes out, I can make a lot more shahakals. It's true. You should not rely on one shahakal the whole night of Shavuos. It's very, very schwer. Unless you're literally drinking the whole time. You should generally split up the drinks. That's what I always suggest people to do. And that's a very important thing for a person to remember. Another thing. Let's go now to foods. And this is so negated to so many situations. This is negated to... This is the gate all the time, right? And again, we could spend hours on this, but we're not, it's not Hilchus Bachashir, so I don't want to go too much into every little tiny detail. But I just want to bring down the Ica things. And that is, for example, when you make a bracha on one item of food, and then you want to eat another item of food, do you have to make a new bracha? For example, you want to have a piece of chocolate, a piece of chocolate, shahakal. And then you say, you know what? Mm, I really wouldn't mind a sweet, a candy. Do I have to make a new shackle now? I didn't have any mind. Do I have to, you know? You know how it is when you come home, you know, you want to eat something, so you eat something small, which leads on to something else, which leads on to something else, which leads on to something else. That's how, that's how we are. I'll be those of us that are not on a diet, yeah? Right, we just keep on going, right? You start eating, you just keep on, keep on going, right? This, this turns into that, and that turns into that. Before you know it, can I know her over there, right? How many brochas are you making? So the general halacha is that if it's the same food or the same bracha, you do not have to make a new bracha, right? But you should definitely make a bracha achroina immediately. Like the Mishnah gives us the example. The Mishnah says it's always kedai to make the bracha achroina straight away. When do you lose the bracha achroina? By foods. So by foods, it's generally 72 minutes or if the item uh, basically has been this akal, it's been digested, which is... proved by the fact that I'm now hungry. Generally, it's 72 minutes. That's generally what it is. So after 72 minutes, you lost your bracha. So again, these are all things that we have to remember. On Shavuos night, we're going to be eating cake, and we're going to be having fruit, and we're going to be having drinks, and we constantly go back again and again and again and again. That's what we do on Shavuos night, because, you know, not because we're bored, chas v'shalem, but we need to have koyach to learn. So therefore, we keep on eating and drinking. Therefore, we have to make sure we know what we're doing in Hilchus Brachas. What we should do is, you take a bowl of fruit, you eat it, you make the bracha v'shoina, and you finish and make a bracha achreina, and if you want to have another one in half an hour, so have another one, and make a new bracha. But have in mind that your bracha that you're making goes on everything that you're eating right now. Okay, another uh, few halachas as well, also very nagea, is Hilchas Birchas Hareach on flowers. As we know, we mentioned this, we talked a lot about this, and that is the minhogim of putting flowers in our houses, in our shuls, whichever one it is, do we make a bracha? So we all know the famous Gemara, the Gemara in Tainis, discusses this, that talks about whether or not a person makes a bracha on reach, and we say very simply, kol neshama tahalel ka, ezi hano, what is a person, hano that a person gets without actually eating? It's the hano of reach, right? What's that? That's neshama gets hano, but the guf gets no hano. And that is fragrance. When you smell something, that is considered to be 
a type of Hana. So therefore, are you going to smell flowers and make a bracha? This is negate to many people that want to try and be yaitza, they're mere brachas, right? Because of course, as we know, we have to make a cheshman, right? Especially nowadays where there's a magifa going on. We've got to make sure that we do 100 brachas. David Amelach told us, which Be'es HaMosh Rabbeinu was already masakin, to do 100 brachas. We should give a share on that, by the way. 100 brachas every single day. Now we know on Shabbos and Yontif, we are missing many of those 100 brachas simply because we don't daven a regular Shemana Esra, right? During the, during the regular weekday, we daven a Shemana Esra of 19, 19, 19. So by all the way, bang over there, you've got come up 60 brachas, right? Add a few Asher Yotzas, add, uh, add a few other brachas as well. I wouldn't say bench because nobody likes to bench anymore. So therefore, you add a couple of things, bang, there you've got, you've got your 100 brachas right there. On Yontuf, we don't do that. True, we have Musaf, but we don't have all the brachas of Shemana Esra. So we're always looking for ways, right? In the famous Misa, they came once into the Briskarov, and they said the Briskarov, where are you holding? He said, 87, bang! He knew, he had a cheshbon, the Gansa Shabbos, he was holding about where he's holding in the Meir Brachas Bechol Yom. And David HaMelech, Moshe Rabbeinu, was masakin it for a magefa. It's definitely something that we should try to machazik ourselves at this time of moment. And therefore, we try to smell flowers, right? The chassidim of Eimakbed on it, before Kiddush, they'll smell basomim, whatever. So the halacha is, generally speaking, that a bracha on a birchas harech is only done on something that the sole purpose of that item is to provide a smell. Now, it's true that a flower can provide a smell, but that's not why people buy it. I never met, I never met a person who says, I'm going to go to the flower shop. I need the nicest smelling flower. I don't care what it looks like. Just give me the nicest smelling flower. Loma seen such a thing. Never heard such a thing. It's true. It's nice to have a smell. It adds to the smell. It adds to the house. Whatever. I look at it because I want to, I buy flowers for the look of the shaboy, right? Not for the smell. And therefore, if you only buy it for their beauty, not for the fragrance, but etsem, you do not make a bracha unless you take the flower in your hand and you actually smell it. Which in most cases it will be boy. What will it be, Rabbi Say, Come on, guys. What bracha do you make on flowers, which is a stick flower? Boy, I'd say besomim. Aaron sixteen, beautiful, very nice, excellent. So therefore, because of that, we have to do that. Only if you take it to your hand and actually smell it, will it be nagir. Let's very, very quickly go over some of the halachas that are nagir to staying up all night. Because after this, we've got to get into hilchos yontov, hilchos eretav shinin. There is a ton of halachas for us to get through Be'ez Hashem this year, we've got Yontov on Friday Shabbos, all the halachas are preparing from Friday to Shabbos, all sorts of things, and this is also by the way negate to you guys even if you're not in the kitchen, even if you're not cooking it's negate to everyone, every single person in it right now is going to be doing something from Friday to Shabbos, I'll give you one example, Aaron this is negate to you, going to the mikvah going to the mikvah on Friday for Shabbos now Friday is Yontov you're allowed to go to the mikvah on Friday for Shabbos? I'm preparing for Yontov. I'm preparing for Shabbos, I'm sorry. I'm on Yontov and I'm preparing for Shabbos. Forget about whether mikvah is, is safe or not safe. I'm not going into it at this moment of time. I'm talking about if, theoretically, the Rabbonim and the doctors allow a person to go into the mikvah, obviously, or, for example, if you've got your own private mikvah, so then, obviously, it will be mutter. But are you allowed to do that? Uh, that's one of the shalis. But, okay, we'll talk about more in the gay ones, the Be'ez HaShem. But a couple of halachas for staying up all night, and again, for those people that are intending on staying up all night, at least you should know the halachas. First of all, uh, you've got to make sure, if you stay up all night, we have to understand the following halachas. Number one, Netila Sedaim, Birchas HaTorah, Elekai Neshama, Hamavishena. These are all things that we have to discuss. Number one, Netila Sedaim. By Alois HaShachar, you have to get up, you stop, according to most persons, you should stop learning, and go and wash your hands and do Netila Sedaim. The Chazin Ish was Mekel, and he allowed a person to learn and continue learning even after Alois, until you're ready to daven. But a lot of poets can say, Alois is here, 
go do it until it's a dime because your hands require a netila because they were tome because the night went through them and therefore they require a tahor until it's a dime. Uh, you do not make a bracha al netilisadayim pastamoso. By the way, I think most people have the meaning anyway during the whole year to make an netilisadayim not in the morning when they actually wash netilisadayim, but rather when they're in shul with their siddha doing all of the brachas and we do it at the same time. Right? Most people have that minute, and that's why myself generally what a person should do. So over here, when you are washing until it's a dime by Alois, you will not be making the bracha of al unless you use the bathroom. If you use the bathroom, and then you wash your hands, which is obviously the Eitzah, make sure you use the bathroom, and then go dosh until it's a dime by Alois, and then you're allowed to uh, continue to... Um, to, to wash hands and make under time. Birchas HaToyah is a major, major shiloh, whether or not it requires a new bracha if you stayed up the whole night. I'm not going to go into now. Those of you that are familiar with the Rechaim Sim and Memzayin know the Machoikas and all the time in the Rishonim backwards and forwards why it is so. That we're not going into at this moment of time. Most Poskimalamaisa say that you should hear it from someone else. Now I have to tell you, hearing it from someone else is probably more again a regular year where people are in yeshivas and in shuls and there's people who walk in just you know, just came, you just went to sleep or whatever, or you're in yeshiva and there's someone who went to sleep and he comes up, whatever it is. But if, for example, you're at home, that's going to make a lot of difficulty. So I will tell you the psak of the Heiliger Balatanya, Aaron, the Heiliger Balatanya, those that were Zorcha to dance at the Balatanya's outside can definitely be Samech on this Balatanya, which is not only a Balatanya, by the way, it's also the Orich HaSholchan Agav as well, Mr. Bro brings it down as well, and that if you cannot find someone to hear, make, to hear the brachas from, which is going to be negated to most of you guys, if you're staying up, what are you going to do now? You can actually say it yourself. It's absolutely fine. You can say all of Birchaz HaTorah yourself, and then we all know the famous Rebbe Kiva which the Mr. Bro, which the Mr. Bro brings, that if a person was up all night but he slept a chosh of a sleep on Erev Yontov, that means this year, on Thursday afternoon, he has a gazinta shlof, a gashmaka shlof, so then a kundra b'kiva ega, at the loisa shacha of the next day, he will be able to say Birchaz HaToyah without any shaila whatsoever. Okay? Now, you have to remember as well, Birchaz HaToyah should be made or listened to, depending on what you're doing, straight by Aloysa Shacha. You can't learn. But once it comes Aloysa, it's also to learn Torah. And therefore, you have to hear Birchaz HaToyah. There are posts, I will tell you, there are Gedolia posts, which Shlomo for example, held this way, Beika, and it seemed to be the Chazanish as well, that allowed a person to learn and continue learning until you're ready to daven, and then you get, then you say Birchaz HaToyah. Okay? Elokai um, Nishama. Generally, what's an Elokai Nishama? It means I was sleeping and the Rabbani Shalom awakened my Nishama. But if I was up the whole night, why are you saying Elokai Nishama? So once again, hear it from somebody else if you can. If you cannot, you can say it by yourself. A lot of points come on, you should not say Hashem's name in that case. Um, until as well, many hold that you can say most of the brachas over there, um, with the exception of Hamavishena, obviously, because you can't say Hamavishena, and you should not answer Amen if somebody does say it before he says Yirotzain, um, rather make the, after he says, then you say Amen over there, that's another thing. Ashayotza, as well, there are many people that have a minute to make an Ashayotza in the morning, even if they do not, do not use the bathroom, but after staying up the whole night, you're only allowed to do it after actually using the bathroom. Tzitzis, what's Nagea? When you're wearing your tzitzis in the morning and you're 
you're wearing it the whole night. So you do not make a new brocha in that case. What you need to do is if you're with somebody that's married and has a talus godel, so he will make a brocha on his talus godel and you'll ask him to be mighty you and then you'll sort of move, shift around your tzitzis, which is what the Shulchanan says that a person should do. How much does a person have to sleep in order to basically not include it in any of these halachas that we just said, around the half an hour. If a person had a good shluf in a bed, oh, he put his head down, it's not really good enough. A person slept in a bed for half an hour, that is considered to be a good shluf, and therefore he does not have to um, do any of these halachas. Eating before davening, right? We're all familiar with Arachayim Simon Peites. That tells us that it is an also to eat before davening. Right? Okay. Not only that, right? We learned this one, by the way. We learned this one. There's a Yisoyed V'Shoyosh V'Avoida that brings down B'Shem Shimon Bayochai that if a person eats before davening, Hashem Yurachem, his blood, when he wakes up, isn't settled. I don't know what that means. But his blood isn't settled. And when you eat before um, davening, so davening is what settles your blood. It brings rise for this. Blo- uh, uh, and therefore, if you eat before davening, you're eating before your blood is settled and it can cause terrible things in Shamayim and... I don't know what's going on over there, but I know it's pretty bad to eat before davening. So therefore, the question obviously arises, Mornagea, and that is what I do on Shavuos night. At what point is it before davening? It's always before davening. The whole night is before davening. So that's obviously the Shaila. So the halacha is a half an hour before Alois HaShacha. That's when the Issa kicks in. Because Alois, at least B'dievet, you could daven. And therefore, half an hour before Alois, that's where the Zman is. If person started eating before uh, half an hour before Alois, which is going to be most of us, you are allowed to continue eating on, or even after uh, half an hour, but only up until Alois. Right, up until Alois, and less than the kebetza, up until Alois is fine. After Alois, you have to stop eating completely. You could drink water, you could drink coffee, that's not a problem. Even coffee with milk, even coffee with sugar, that's not a problem without any, any question whatsoever. Um, okay, uh, another couple of things before we just finish, because I just wanted to get to the lockers over here, and that is... Are you allowed to go to sleep during the day? That means there are many people, especially this year, you're, you're in your house, it's very, very hard to learn the whole night, and then have a nates, which of which there's no minion for nates. So what I want to do is, I'm going to learn until Alois, which could be 3 o'clock in the morning, Nishkafelech, I'll go to bed. How are you allowed to go to bed? It's Alois. Once it's Alois, you have to daven. You can't go to sleep if you have to daven. Bishlam, if you went to sleep at 9 o'clock at night, and you slept till after Alois, that's fine, because you're already sleeping when the half an hour came in. But here you are. So the halacha is, you're not allowed to go to sleep from a half an hour before Alois until you daven, unless you make a shoma. If you make a shoma of someone that is going to wake you up, then it is fine. If you haven't got a shoma, then what you should do is you say Kriya at Alois, and then you can go to sleep, as I state in Sefer Ishiya Surah Perikud Gimel. Um, if you remove your tzitzis, right, you're going to have a shluf shavu this morning, you're going to sleep for a couple of hours until you have the suda. You remove your tzitzis. You have to make a new bracha. So the Maestro, the Mr. Brewer says, the best thing that a person should do, it's in Simen Ches, that a person should actually put the tzitzis on his covers. And this way, when you put the tzitzis on your covers, it's ki'il, you never took them off, and therefore you don't have to make a new bracha. If you don't do that, you do not make a new bracha in that case. Do you have to say Kriyashmala Mitta when you go to sleep during the day? after staying up the whole night. So here, the post can say, you do not, but it is good to say, Vinoim and Yosha Besesa in that case. So, they're pretty much, we've covered many of the halachas that are Nagea for staying up all night, when it comes to Chos and Birchaz What we still have to do, 
right? And we still have time, Be'ez Hashem, bear with us. Uh, in the next few days, is we've got to do the halachas of Hilchus Yontuf, Nagea to pay for one day to the other, and of course, Hilchus Erev Tavshinim, Be'ez Hashem, Yisparach.